Glad wrap your bum hole. <laughs> just glad wrap your yeah. bum and then just pull it and then just go to <laughs> done. Problem solved. They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. It has actually been a while. Since we've recorded one of these. I had a list of things to talk about on my old phone, but I dropped that phone in a toilet. On brand. Yeah. Hey, everybody. This is Shitting With The Door Opened. I am Harley Breen. That guy is Wade Duffin. That's right. Or Wads. Wads. Apparently people are singing the song. I've been stopped by a couple of people. They said, I can't stop singing the song. PJ sings the song. It's the best. It's adorable. If, I like, if I'm editing the podcast down, because uh, it does get edited. Like, you don't want to know what gets left on the cutting room yeah. floor. Can you believe that this is the stuff <laughs> that we censor? <laughs> <laughs> Just let it be known that the shit that we cut out is fucking heinous. <laughs> you, don't want to, you don't want any part of that. You don't I, want to know. That just gets deleted straight away. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, that can never get out. It gets burnt in a bin. <laughs> <laughs> we literally burn computers. Uh, anyway, I'll be editing it, and then I'll play like the song, you know, to put it at the start. And then the PJ's around. She's like, just two parents. <laughs> you know, like a little stupid voice, Brilliant. but it's the best. I love it. We should get her to sing it. Uh, Absolutely. Season two. <laughs> I was just on the phone um, to Randy B., Great man. The favourite. He's at the cattle sales in Roma. Oh, checking out those scrotal numbers. <laughs> checking out the scrotal numbers of all the other bulls. <laughs> That's <laughs> a legit thing that they do. That's a legit thing they're doing. Yeah, but There's it's actually funny. a whole group of uh, men and women gathered around a cattle yard. Adult men and women. Adult men and women who are genuinely having discussions about scrotal sizes. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> The best. And it needs to be done. Like, you know, yeah, if you're in that on. industry, that's just part of the industry. Someone's got to do But I'm it. still going to laugh because it's <laughs> scrotal. <laughs> now, uh, speaking of shitting with the door open, I have. I just told you before we started recording. That's right. Yeah, I let's said talk to you, I have had a cold for 10 days. Let's talk about that. And then you came in with this sentence. And I said, I. Because um, um, Claire said something and I went, I've got to do a shit test. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have to shit in a bucket. That's right. And I said, hold the phone, <laughs> hold my calls, stop everything. I want to hear about this. It's actually a time where I kind of want to shit with the door open because <laughs> I don't feel equipped to do this on my own. Like, I feel like there should be somebody that is the shit catcher. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to catch it. If people can stand around catching, like, chicken scrotal numbers, surely somebody can be standing around a whole group of people just making sure you're getting it right. Now, like, talk me through this bucket. Like, have you seen it? No. So I've got... Oh, any bucket. Well, uh, I'm just you wondering know, if it's little... like, a, like a rain thing where it's got like the mills like coming up the side, <laughs> and it's like a small tube that you can fit like one log in, or is it like a <laughs> and then like your aim has got to be so precise. It's like a, a rain gauge. That's absolutely <laughs> brilliant, and it has again given me another idea of what I'm going to shit into because <laughs> I don't know what to shit into. Um, the thing is, the thing that you deliver it to pathology in. Is the same as um, a urine uh, sample. Yeah. You know, you've seen yeah. them. They're tiny. I've done those a few times. 
I have uh, never done a shit that small. <laughs> Ever. Just imagine. In my history of life. Yeah, you put it in there, like you just do it straight in there and it's like overflowing. You're trying to screw the lock off. You're scroping off the top. Like it's like a beer that you've yeah. poured at the Belgian beer cafe and you've got to like take the foam off like, ah, delicious. <laughs> put that on there. Then you got to wipe around the edges. That's uh. what I'm worried about. So there's been suggestions on what to do. My lovely partner has had to do this before. Um, and she just put a ice cream container in the toilet. You sit on the toilet, yeah. you do a poo, it gets caught in the ice cream container, you take a bit out, they don't need the whole poo, you don't need to jam it in, they don't need the full stool sample. Yeah. Then, And then you flush and wash the bucket, I guess. You burn the bucket. That's exactly right, you burn the bucket. Then somebody else suggested Glad Wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Just glad wrap your bum hole. <laughs> just glad wrap your yeah. bum and then just pull it and then you go to <laughs> done problem solved. Just Get put on to a, aim. Put on a glad wrap nappy. Just, <laughs> just grab. I've stood up because I'm so excited by this idea. Grab like a balloon and just like shove it up there and just fill it up like a water balloon. No, just throw it at them as you walk right by. Gets put over the bowl of the toilet, you fucking idiot. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I did that one. Right. right. Um, so, because I've got to go and get all these other tests done. There's nothing, well, I hope there's nothing wrong, but I'm sort of approaching the age where there might start to be things wrong. Yeah. Basically. Get it and, checked. And there's, um, I've got a. Th- Nothing wrong with a cheeky prostate exam either. No, well, I'm I'm going to get it done, even if he doesn't want it. You put a finger in there. You put it in there. And you look at me when you do it. Sir, this is a (laughs) 7-Eleven. Yeah, put a finger in there. (laughs) No, so I have what could be best described as a thud in my bowel. It's always a thud feeling. It just feels like a thud, Yeah, if that makes sense. And... um, there's no consistency to my stools. Right. So I was like, hey, doc. He goes, well, let's just get that checked out. He goes, most likely you have IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. He goes, it's actually very common and most people have it. Yeah. And it can be sorted out through diet. Great. I'm like, great. You've changed your diet dramatically in the last couple of years. Well, that's what I said to him. I'm like, but, mate, at the moment, my diet is pretty healthy, like a, a very healthy, in fact. Yeah. And currently... As of tomorrow, from the moment of recording this, I will have done six weeks of no alcohol. So I should be, everything should be ticking along and yeah. it's still this sort of thing. So he's like, okay, we're going to send you for a glucose test where you have to fast. Yes. Uh, you fast for eight to 12 hours. I found yeah. out the other day because if you do longer, they can't do it. I, Because of my job, <laughs> I wake up early in the morning for breakfast radio. I go to bed quite early at night. Yeah. Uh, I'd last eaten at about 6.30. At night, and by the time I got to pathology, it was 10. Too late. Too late. She goes, that's too much fasting. The numbers will all be out. I'm like, fucking hell. That is ridiculous. I'll be doing this all the time. Then I'm doing... I'm <laughs> like, I'm like putting it on them. It's not their fault. That's just the way that it works. It's work. their fault. But I'm angry at them. I'm angry at them. You're stupid. I, I yelled at the lady. <laughs> <laughs> and I threw my shit at her like a monkey. <laughs> No, I so I tried to do the stool sample. I, I played the glad wrap uh, across the the toilet. Obviously, you don't pull it tight like a salad. You got to leave it, have some lag, because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise <laughs> it'll, it'll be back up. Like it'll, anyway, I my sphincter got so tight I couldn't poo. 
You could have oh. a relaxed sphincter to go to the toilet. It yeah. wouldn't happen. You can give it a little... little I don't little know what to do. Press the buttons. What buttons? The, the bum buttons. Oh, the bum buttons. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's going on. You know, like sometimes I like do a poo and I'm like, oh, man, that was... This is gonna, <laughs> it's not going to get graphic, but you know, if you don't want to listen about poo, uh, maybe don't listen to this podcast. It's called Shitting with the Door Open. From about five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you do a poo and you're like, oh man, that was heaps there. I think I'm finished. And then you wipe and you're like, oh, hang on a second. <laughs> More to like, gum. <laughs> it's like a whole second, <laughs> a second truckload is just yeah, being delivered. It's a second innings. Yeah, it's the second innings. You're like, oh, where the shit did that come from? Like, anyway, ah. so that's what I'm facing. That's what I'm up against. Oh man, too good. Uh, well, I hope it all works out. Thanks. Well, well, you know what? I hope there's like some minor complications so I can hear about those. But I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Best but mate. <laughs> I saw the greatest. I don't think we've talked about this. I saw the greatest um, little line drawing cartoon. It was Stickman, oh, yeah. and one was called Friends, <laughs> and there was a guy who was clearly. Uh, on the ground, and there was sort of a bit of spew near him. He was, yeah. he was trying to say he's drunk, and this other stick figure comes and picks him up. In the next frame, he's walking with his arm around him. In the next frame, he's tucking him into bed. That's what friends are. Lovely. And then there was another cartoon called Best Friends. And there's a guy, he's drunk on the ground. Another person walks in, picks him up, puts his arm around him, puts him in a wrestling arena, stands on the side, <laughs> <laughs> and jumps on top of him. <laughs> And that's correct. Uh, that so good. Uh, how uh, are the children? Oh, they're really good. Really good. Oh, actually, I lie. What am I talking about? That's just my general standard response when somebody tells me. Okay, before you get into why they're not good, why does that happen? That's exactly what I do as well. How are the kids? Yeah, they're great. Oh, they're great. They're great. And then you're like, oh, no. Because I guess they're not general, great. Like if you talk about like climate and weather, like let's use that analogy okay. for your kids. Yep. So climate is what happens like year to year. Weather is what happens day to day. Yes. Essentially. I think. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, I'm on board. I so like the climate for my kids is they're great. But the weather is they're up and fucking down. Like it's raining or it's sunny. Weather is children are Melbourne. Yeah. Weather is children are Melbourne and there's four seasons in a day. And what you want your children to be is cans. <laughs> I want them to be in cans and me in Melbourne. <laughs> I just want some fucking consistency. <laughs> just non-stop. Have some sunshine for a week. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they've been sick for about a week. I've been sick. For about a week Claire's yeah. been sick For about a week Actually yeah. about 10 days It just feels like This is our natural state Of being now Well we called off The podcast twice now Yeah Because, because you're a bit Under the weather I've got a new baby yeah. You didn't want to get it sick Yeah I so kind of don't care it's been You know It's, it's been a bit uh, It's been a bit Haphazard Sure But blah 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 What I do want to talk about Yeah I actually yelled at a lady At the zoo the other day Did you? Who was just doing her job Why did you Exactly Because I'm an asshole Okay we- what was the situation? We were lined up to go into like we got members of the zoo. Yes, you know because it's because you got kids. We got kids, and, and it pays for itself. Fots, yeah, friends of the zoo. Yeah, yeah, we're fots. Uh, anyway, so we you go to the front of the line. Uh, the line is huge, and <clears throat> Claire had forgotten her zoo pass. Idiot, idiot. <laughs> and so they waved us. They waved me through, and Claire, and they said to Claire, "Oh, you're just gonna have to go." I misheard. What I heard was she's going to have to go into the back of the line and line up again. Okay. What they said was go stand at the front of the line, show them your ID, and you can go in. And I said, Very reasonable. Oh, 100%. They're doing their job. It's busy. And what did you say? I said, Oh, that's a bit silly. Can we just go through? And the guy's like, Okay, just hold on here. And what I heard was, Okay. 
not hold on here. And I said, come on, Claire, we're going through. So yep. we went and got chicken pies, best in the city. Yeah, that's right. Talked about it before. Talked about it before. Who would Delicious. have thought best chicken pies in the city are at the zoo? But they are. And then this lady comes across and she's like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to go back out and come back in again. And I'm like, that is ridiculous. That man over there just told us we could stay here. You're just being so pedantic about your job. But like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I was a bit honest. <laughs> the girls were being annoying, but still so rude. And if you know, like, you know me, I'm not rude. No, I'm very polite. Yeah, you, uh, you. And it felt very unnatural. Like this is probably the third time in my life I've been rude to someone. Uh, like, like not being funny rude. No, just being, funny rude is great. Funny rude is why funny. I fell in love with you. That's right. You do it very well. I was well. being genuinely rude. But in life, you're quite a polite person. In life, I'm quite polite. And I was being genuinely rude. And she's like, "Well, you know, that's I just I, you're just gonna have to go stand over there." Uh, what he was saying was, "If you just go stand on the front of the line and show your ID, you can come back in." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry." Did you apologize so, to her? Oh, like for about three minutes. Well, that's fine. <laughs> from like from the moment she walked, and I said, "Look, can I go do it for my wife?" Like it's not her fault she came through. Yeah. I told her she could come through. Yeah. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine." And then I just apologized from the from the chicken pie back to the start. My favorite part about that is how long that has been playing around in your head. Oh, I still think about it. You you won't shake that for a That month. happened about two months ago. Right. Yeah, you'll, you'll hold on to that for a yeah. long time. Yeah, yeah. You'll call me up in the middle of the night going, <laughs> do you think it was all right? Fuck off, Wade. <laughs> you think she's okay? Maybe I should pay for therapy. <laughs> uh, my children are both all right. Yeah. I guess. Um, no. Walter is... He's doing pretty good. He's um he's basically at sit up stage. Oh great. It's sort of it's sit up stage and then all of a sudden he just forgets about his spine and cracks his head. <laughs> it's that stage. That annoying one where it's like happy, happy, oh fuck you crying again. You just make your head. Leonard, who is just an exceptional human. Yeah. He's great. Um void of any parenting he's he's had in his life. I he's really just a great dude. Yeah. However, this is super important to me. It's the thing I was most nervous about, about having boys. Yeah. Um, is the responsibility of raising good men. Yeah. And I feel like I'm still on top of it, but something happened the other day, which is the sign of that entitled, bastard, little shit attitude that that predominantly sits with boys and then men and is a problem in our society and that is... That sense of entitlement. Um, his teacher just said to me, "Hey, listen, um, I just need to." It was just a quick chat after school. Yeah. Uh, his attitude was a bit hard today, yeah. um, and I was trying to tell him uh, what to do, and he was there was a bit of sass involved. Yeah. And I think maybe some parents are like, "Ah, oh, it's fine. He's a seven-year-old." But for me, at the moment, I, it, that is, it's a slippery slope from there to permanent shithead. Yeah, and I've and it's it's because I um, interviewed a guy um, on the radio the other day whose name is um, I'm pretty sure um, Doctor Michael Carr Greg is his name. Yes, we talked about him. Yeah, and we he's, last yeah yeah episode. yeah. Uh, and I read an article, <laughs> maybe it's the same thing about that he wrote the other day, where he's talking about like a uh, little princes, little dudes. That's it. And he's like the young and their mothers. Buffheads. And it's yeah. it's about, yeah, it's ex- specifically about the way that they um, treat women yeah. uh, in their lives their mothers, their grandmothers, their female teachers, their stepmothers, in, in yeah. my case. And um, look, I, it's hard because I'm not there in that moment. 
I'm usually not there in the moment. Yeah. Um, and so this is this is my struggle, right? As a parent, what do I do? Do I rule with an iron fist, come down on him really hard, and be that alpha? I don't think that's the right answer, by the no. way. No. Um, but I don't know what to do because what's the alternative? I'm trying to have a discussion with him, but sometimes there should be no discussion. Your behaviour is shit. Yeah. Cut it out. You don't talk to people like that. But I feel like, this is just finish the point, I feel like there needs to be a female saying that, what I just said, Yeah. and me backing her up. Silently backing that up. Yeah. Not, or, or taking the back seat in that dialogue. Yeah. Rather than being the alpha, because that's part of the problem. Yeah. He's responding to the man telling him what to do, but he's being a rude shit to the female. Man, my instinct is when, like, PJ's acting up, and it's like, it's a different thing, but, you know, like, mm. let's just say when she's acting up. Sure. Is to have a very firm, but I will have a discussion with her. I'll have a firm discussion, not like a, oh, why do you think you're acting like that? Like, why are you acting like that? Yes. Tell me. Tell me now. Why? What's your feeling here? Yeah. Like, why are you acting out? And, you know, she'll squirm around for a bit, but then she'll say, like, I'm jealous of Sylvia. Or I've, right. I've got some things, you know, I've got, yep. I'm just a bit sad right now. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. But that's not our fault. We're all sad, mate. I've been sad since you were born. Yeah. <laughs> I've been sad a long time before you were born. You don't come to me with sadness, mate. It's clinical. You want sadness? I'll show you sadness. <laughs> Man. That's good advice, though. I don't... I should... I should spend more time... Like, I get them, I, I get her to tell me the problem rather than me telling her, this is what's wrong. I say, your behaviour is not acceptable. What's wrong? And I make her explain to me why she feels the way she does. Yes. But I don't let her, like, kid around. It's not like a, oh, let's have a, like, a, a tea party and do it. I'm very, yeah. like, she knows that she's in the wrong. Yeah. And we have a chat about it. But I'm not, like, yelling and screaming at her face either. because nah, it's not going to work. No. It's, and she's three and a half. It's just, yes. She's just going to get terrified. Well, that's exactly right because at the moment I feel like that is because Leonard does a lot of um, so if he has a if there's an issue with between him and Hannah, his stepmother, my partner, um, he'll go, "Oh, don't say it to Dad," and it, like because I'm within earshot, yeah, and it's because I, he knows I mean business, yeah. But Hannah also means business. She just has no surprises. A much softer way about life yeah. and things, and so. I don't know. I, I, I feel like... Man, it's, it's hard. And, like, you don't know this stuff. Like, nobody... Well, I guess some people know, but, like, the way what, the way we're taught to deal with our kids now is different to what it was 10 years ago. It's different to yeah. what it'll be 10 years from now. They'll be telling Absolutely. us you were doing something wrong. Yeah. 50 years from now, they'll be like, you got savages. Oh, there's always someone telling you doing it wrong. Savages. Fuck this. So you've just got to go, them. unless... <laughs> Like, I feel we're pretty smart guys. Like, we're pretty... Well, mostly. Yeah. No, mostly. Yep. I you think know, we're, we're pretty confident. Competent. And I think... <laughs> we're average We're averaging uh, intellects A little bit below average, but it's okay. I could uh, um, make a sandwich. I'll tell you what. A push-pull door, I'll get right 50% of the time. 50% of the time. <laughs> that's not too shabby. I get it right. Not too bad. Yeah. Uh, Sliding doors, fuck me right up. I'm confident that my natural instinct is going to be fine. Yes. Like, there's a lot in my life where I second-guess myself constantly. Like, in fact, every aspect of it almost, except for parenting, where I'm like, no, I've got this. Well, see, I'm I'm mostly that as well. I just... Uh, and, I, and I certainly don't want this to be a girls versus um, boys scenario. 
and what is harder to parent because I wouldn't know and you wouldn't know because you've only got girls and I've only got boys. Exactly. Um, and I've, in fact, even more importantly, I've only got Leonard and Walter. I've only uh, got PJ and Stella. Right. So there's no... It's not even like I've got girls and boys. We've just got... you just got your kids, kids and I've got my kids. Yeah. However... They are different. There is a genuine issue in our community uh, and it is the way that men treat women is a massive issue that I take very personally and would like to be a part of positive change. Yeah. And the best way I can be a part of positive change, not only in my actions and how I behave, but is how I show my boys how I behave and how to behave properly. That's right. You lead by example. I'm finding that scenario yeah. quite challenging. Yes. Because some of the things that I know and I know how to behave and I know how to be, I don't know why I know that. Obviously, it's from my mum and dad, but I don't know how to then do that for him because I don't have the same... But do you think you were like... Do you think you were like this... I don't want to use the word enlightened because it sounds like a cunt, but, you know... Do you... <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to go, fuck, we're so serious. <laughs> I was going to have to say... They would have put the little tagline in the thing. Uh, it's not a lot of laughs in this one. <laughs> I don't want to say enlightened because it sounds like a cunt. <laughs> but you know, like informed. Yes, I know. I you know, know what you yes. mean. I get you know it. I mean? When yep. you were like in your teenage years, because I feel like right up until only a few years ago, like I was, I've got better and better and better. But you know, I was pretty rude and disrespectful. Same. You know, like a lot of the time it was, it was joke. A lot of the times I was like drunk. It was just, you know, Dickhead behaviour. I was absolutely involved uh, in, in uh, institutional sexism. Yeah, just a part of it was a part of growing up. Fuck man, I'm a, hurt us all. I'm a straight white boy from country Queensland. You know, and <laughs> and like my my dad is is a great man and was always incredibly respectful to my mother. But yeah. he worked, she stayed at home. Same in my house. That's just how it was. Yep. I think my mum had like a she had like a part time job where she did some stuff, but it was my dad was at work. Yes. My mum was at home. Yeah. She cooked and uh, he you know. M- absolutely. Mum cooked, cleaned. <laughs> I know. I got sure off with him. I was like, I don't know, what did he do? You know, and he we hung were... out. He was cool. Good man. Yeah, look, that's just how it was. So uh, um I definitely wasn't void of it. I, I don't know. I've been I think being involved in the entertainment industry has certainly helped me uh achieve Further levels of enlightenment. I have yeah. a strong um, sister. She's a. I would, I would describe her as an alpha. Yeah. Um, so that was helpful. Um, b- being exposed to strong women. My mum's also uh, quite a strong woman. Um, and for that matter, Leonard is is and Walter is exposed to strong women, which is great. And I don't want to overthink it and say there's any great drama, but it's a genuine thing that I'm fucking happy we're discussing on here. Yeah, it's great. Uh, that needs to be more talking about. I think you're uh, doing the right thing. Like, you might be overanalyzing your own responses, but, you know, as long as you've got a response, as long as you're there and you're on top of it, and you, and it's not it's, it's not going to change overnight because you're not his only influence. No. But if you are constantly over, over time, uh, you know, like, he already is probably pretty great. He's great. In that manner. It's just, uh, it was just having a female teacher pull me aside and say the exact thing that I'm worried about. 
And you don't, you're not there for like the sass. You don't know what kind of sass it was. But you know, sure. you don't want to make excuses either because that's where it starts. Yeah, you don't want to be the guy who goes, what Bo- level of sass? Boys will be boys. <laughs> boys will be boys. You know how it is when you got boys. Unless they're girls and then they'll be girls. Uh, you know how it is and there's boys and there's girls and that's all there is. Hey, hey, what, what? So say, <laughs> Google could you to you too, guy. <laughs> Man, I was uh, driving back from Ballarat with a friend the other day and he was uh really in, uh about a month ago which is me OC yeah and Tom Ballard it was Tom Ballard what were you doing in Ballarat a gig there was a gig there I've done I, a gig and I went to watch Oliver do a gig and Tom Great. was there anyway we all drove back in the same car and Tom was like oh have you explained like after like a bit of a chat about the girls he's like oh have you explained like white privilege to them yet I'm like oh mate not yet. I'm struggling with, like, gender. Like, the girls are like, PJ especially is obsessed with uh, boys do this and girls do this. And I'm like, no, that's not. And, you know, I gently, to... and I gently correct it. And I've noticed over the last six months, like, she had started off six months ago saying, boys don't wear dresses. And now she's like, yeah, boys can wear dresses. I'm like, yeah, boys can Great. wear dresses. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm not sure if at three and a half, <clears throat> now's the time to start explaining to her. Because at the moment, she doesn't notice. No, like uh, the different colours. Well, she's at a, at a multicultural. She's a very multicultural uh, thing. Childcare Her, centre. She's got cousins who are half like Nigerian. She's got other cousins who are half Malaysian. Yeah, you know, like she's, you know, she's she's she has around. a wonderful multicultural. She's life. She's a very multicultural. Sure. Life. Uh, and I'm not sure now is the time to explain to her, uh, look, the colour of your skin is going to make life easier for you as you go... And harder for your cousins. And harder for your cousins uh, as you get older. And, and she'll be like, oh, why? Is, is it, you know... Is it a bit better? I'm like, no, not better. <laughs> I know, because there's a minefield. Not, be- not better. So It's an interesting question she's that Tom not asks. ready, uh, not emotionally, you know, like mentally to handle that kind of, those concepts. She's not ready. I think. I would say, okay, I agree with you and I disagree with you. First of all, interesting that Tom asked you that. I like Tom for a lot of reasons, but I like that he asks questions like that. Oh, yeah. great question. Uh, on the other side of things, that's... No. Um, the, no, you haven't fucking discussed white privilege with your three-and-a-half-year-olds. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, Ballard? Um, however, then flip-flopping again, I don't think you need to discuss things like that as a direct, let me sit you down and talk no. about white privilege. That's something, it's very similar to what I've just talked about, about male privilege. It, it's, And this is what I'm, I'm struggling with too, but maybe you know, there's the similar ways to do it, is you show in your actions um fuck i don't know because <laughs> i was going to say you show in your actions the privilege uh, but how do you like it's it's a real because i worry about how white centric um my boy's life is yes i have a very white life mate it's like a rural farmer's market isn't it you head there and there's not a lot of <laughs> it's just white it's just white people yeah buying overpriced bread yeah <laughs> How much? And like for the spaghetti, seven dollars. Well, that seems reasonable. How do you do? Well, I try and I, I try and at school uh, when I do pick up. Um, it, it, I was trying to engage. There's a small community uh, of. I'm just going to be so, so. I don't know where they're from, but they're not white. And I was like, well, I can go and engage with these people. Yeah. Now, there's a lot of problems here. First one is. I don't like engaging with people. <laughs> I don't like to talk to people that I don't know. I find it confronting. I don't know what to say. Secondly, this particular group of people that I genuinely I want to engage with because yeah. I can see that they're very, very new to this country. 
that is a problem. They don't actually have very fluent English. <laughs> so I'm like, well, what do I, what do I say? And what yeah. do they say? And I'm like, you know what? I think it's best for everyone in this situation if we don't talk. Because I'm going to make it awkward for everybody. So I, I feel like there must be an episode of of some sitcom where you're just trying to get uh, somebody that's from another ethnicity as a friend so that you can show your child, <laughs> look, is <laughs> my miscellaneous other race friend. Oh. Uh, and in my life as a stand-up, I'm around a lot of multiculturalism, but... Um, well, I wouldn't go through saying a lot. I'm around multiculturalism, but also they're not people that I have in Leonard's life. Yeah. Stand-ups are fuck-ups. Most of them aren't allowed around me <laughs> and my children. <laughs> I'm a fuck-up. I wouldn't want to be allowed around other people's children. Man, it's a real... Uh, race and gender is a real kind of minefield. No, minefield's the wrong word. Well, it's... In the context of at, trying at, to explain it to you. In kids. 2017, and rightly so... Uh, it's a not touchy subject, but it's a subject to be approached uh, gently from our angle. Yeah, uh, and probably not so gently from any other angle. Well, here here's a story. I don't know if I've told you before. Um, this happened when Leonard was about PJ's age. Yeah, I had a gig at Melbourne Uni uh, in the daytime. Um, couldn't find someone uh, a carer to be with Leonard. He had to come with me. Uh, for the time I was on stage, I had someone watch him. Then I got off stage. We jumped back on a tram and we're going hard. It was yeah. fairly hectic at that stage of my life as being a single parent. We're on the tram. I'm exhausted. I haven't had much sleep. It was during the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I hadn't had much sleep from the night before. Uh, I'm just sort of sitting there and he's sitting beside me and he's talking and I'm not engaging. And it's a packed tram. It's very busy. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... I cotton on what he's saying and wished I'd got at it earlier <laughs> to lock it down quieter. Yeah. But this is just what he said. When I when I was aware of what he was saying, so was everybody else in the tram. And this is what he said. He said, why is that lady's face black? Oh. And I went, oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like, what? And, like, I just didn't know how to answer it um, because there's – well, because – because what? So I said nothing. So which is the wrong decision. Because then he said it again. Oh, you, you, dad, might not have, you might not have heard me, Dad. Dad, Dad, Dad. Why is that lady's face black? And then the lady said to him, "Because I'm black," quite aggressively. And I was like, "Whoa, hey!" <laughs> and I didn't know what the hell to do. And so I just. Repeated what she said. I went, because she's black, now shut up. <laughs> just sat there. But I didn't know what else to say. There was there was no malice in Leonard. He was no, he's three and a half. He's just interest. But it shone a real light on my community that it's super white. That Yeah, that how, like, oh my goodness, here's somebody that I don't see every day. Why and also, like, this poor laddie who probably deals with that all the time. From a point of view of malice, absolutely. Yeah. Not from the point of view of an man. I don't know what I'd say. Like, do you think it's all right to say? Well, let's ask her. Say hello. Why don't you introduce yourself and explain yourself? <laughs> I just say hello. It's, well, introduce yourself. Say hello. Yeah. And ask her where she's from. You know, just have a chat to her. Yeah. I don't okay. know. That's but, that's, good... but that's putting it all on her. But that's a problem that we have in this country. That people of color are always asked where they're from. They're fucking from here. Oh my god. You're you absolutely know what I mean? right. What do you do? What do you do? 
Yeah, get off the train. <laughs> get off. Well, this is our stop, but we're still moving. That's right. <laughs> Au revoir. Just climbing out a window. This is how you get out. <laughs> oh, man. It's too good. Too good. I had to go to the daycare Father's Day uh, pizza night the other night. Oh, yes. On um, Wednesday night. And... They've had like I've been invited to two before and I haven't gone because you know I'm like ah, I'm like you I don't want to talk to new people. Yes. I find it awkward. I don't I don't, I don't so. care for it. Yep. Uh and Claire's like you should go like PJ will love it if you go. Yep. You know, she would love to go over there and and show you off and I'm like yeah. All right. Sign up. Get to the night and I'm like oh I knew this was a bad idea. Smash back a large glass of wine before I went over there, you know, a little Yeah, of little course. Fortitude. It's the best thing you can do before a parent teacher situation. <laughs> <laughs> Juice up. I do. Juice up. I have a jazz cigarette before I walk into those moments. <laughs> uh get over there and like one of like PJ's friends that's going in at the same time, so meet the father. Hey, how do you do? No, fine. Hey, man, the, the only thing I've got in common with you is we've both got a kid at about the same time in our lives. Yeah, right? that's pretty much that's it. That's it. Get over there. And because I've got like two kids at the daycare, I've got to go into like two separate rooms. I'm like yep. straight up. I'm like, oh, this is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? It's not yeah. even an issue. It's, not it's a, just... It's an issue in my head. It's not an issue in real life. Then it's a real fucking issue, Wade, right? I appreciate that, brother. <laughs> that is support. I got your back. I got that support. <laughs> I love it. Uh, in hindsight, I would have taken Silo over for 20 minutes, come back, taken PJ over for 40 minutes. Yes. Anyway, take Silo over, have some pizza, don't talk to anyone, go into the other room, have some more pizza, don't talk to anyone, come home, and I'm like, well, that was an hour where I had some shitty pizza. Uh, and Silo didn't eat, and PJ, PJ had a good time, but I'm like, nah, no, I could have sat here, could have sat home. It was such a nothing. Like, it was like, that is a nothing story for, like, a nothing thing. And I'm like, I knew, I knew that would happen when I went over there. I knew how much I wouldn't talk to anyone. Hi, um, like, I, I think Silo, like, tried to, I know, PJ was in the baby room. And she was like, you know, like, she's three and a half. The other ones are like under 18 months. And I'm like, my kid's going to dominate everyone in here. And nobody laughed. I'm like, oh, well, that's it. That was me. That's, <laughs> that's all I uh, came with. Uh, I thought, that was my contribution. I thought that was, I thought that was a decent joke. I thought that was pretty funny. That's good gear. <laughs> nope. Nope. Got nothing. That's and they just kind of like looked at me and I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, I've yep. got two in here. Good. Off to the next room. I have those moments. Every time I pick up, I'm like, oh, I'm going to stop talking. Yeah. They're all lovely people. How much did we get through today? Gender, equality, race? Race. Uh, uh, trying to help your kids understand privilege. Uh, and we solved none of it. No, I, I still don't know how to poo in a cup. I bumblefucked my way through it, and I don't know if anything I said was racist or sexist. Who like, even knows oh what my the God. fuck is going on? <laughs> Jeez, I love meeting up with you weekly. <laughs> I love you, mate. So good. Hey, guys, subscribe. Tell your friends. We're having the best fucking time doing this. Uh, it's Not a- this one. This, this one, one was a real mind fuck. This has been shit house. <laughs> I will fucking be sitting on this. Like, what did I say? I'll be listening to this podcast at least ten times. Yeah. Just going. Oh, oh, I don't know what I've done. There's a reason this podcast goes for five minutes. Wade edited everything. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's.